welcome back to week uh 10 i think close enough I think 10 it's 11 10. 29 it, it's all blurring together it's at this it's point. dragging on at this point um we took a week off here uh kind of an impromptu week off we were planning on recording in arizona but then realized we didn't really have a way to edit and actually put out the podcast there's no point in really doing that so um anyway i'm travis i'm david uh yeah i mean i I should give some give some uh warnings here about audio quality and everything else one uh tested positive for covid for the first time uh the other day coming back um unfortunately i think i was probably a super spreader during vacation um so my my KD right now is probably pretty solid. I was gonna say we're about we're about fifty fifty on the people that went in terms of those who caught it and those who didn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm little, not. I don't know. It's it's interesting. You know, I mean, Adams apparently got the super super immune system because because he was stuck in a room with with Emily for for an entire day and a half and didn't catch it so i mean i i was with story and sleeping with story and she also didn't catch it so i don't know if it's inaccurate or how it works or what um but i'm not sure where i got it either but i didn't really start feeling it until like day two of the trip and i thought it was a hangover um which i mean it's probably partially a hangover and partially COVID, and then, uh, yeah, day three felt like shit. Day four felt a little bit better. By like day f- five, Saturday, uh, yeah. felt mostly fine. You know, so, um, then we get a text from Emily, and she had gotten it, and so, uh, probably on me. But, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so that. Got Speaking that of on. that, though, I don't want to blame you for my loss in the family league uh, this past weekend, but I played Emily, so it was basically her flu game because she had COVID, um, and I went up against her. I ended up losing. I don't want to put all the blame on you for the fact that I lost in fantasy to her this week. I'll, but... I'll take I'll take the blame for that and the blame for your fantasy season in our league as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I I understand I'm a distraction. You know I'm giving other people motivation. Uh, we're shit talking a little bit this year. The vibes haven't been quite as good as they were last year. Um, but things are things are still lining up for us. You know I I think we still have pretty solid. Like I think we've got actual solid vibes this year versus last year. We said we had solid vibes. You know mm-hmm. so here's the I, thing. I'm I, I'm eleventh right now. I can I can get to ninth by by the end of the season. Exactly. Exactly. I think I think we're lining up perfectly. I think that you're uh underachieving right now and I'm over like way overachieving right now. I think I'm going to slide a little bit and you're going to make some big steps forward. We're ending up 8-9. Exactly. Who knows that's, what who knows what way it's going to end up. You on top or me. But that's all we want. So <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> Are we not doing phrasing anymore? Um, 
Anyway, other possible distractions. Uh, Story has decided to put up Christmas decorations. I held her off as long as possible. Um, she's been wanting to since November 1st. And so she'll be up and down the steps. Speak the devil. Uh, so she might be a little loud from time to time. But my mic usually doesn't pick up that many noises. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh you want to jump into some news? And, and my dogs are home, if you can hear that, too. It's a but mess over there. Cooper would it's, it's never a, it's interrupt a, the podcast. It's a mess right now. It's a mess, yeah. Um, when you go back up, will you turn on some Christmas music or something, Story? It's okay. It's fine. The dogs just went to the vet as well, so, you know, they're – you know, got some bad news about knowledge. She needs to lose weight, you know. Never would have guessed. Never would have guessed. So they think she's got potentially hypothyroidism, though. So uh, so there there might be a reason that she's a little bit overweight, not just uh, the family overfeeding her. I did not oh. know dogs could get hypothyroidism. I didn't either, but um, they said... Uh, they basically described Nala to a T and said, like, <laughs> she likes, she's lazy. Um, she likes to, like, sleep a lot, likes to be warm all the time, and Nala likes to be under a blanket and have a blow dryer on her or during the hottest days of the summer. She likes to be sunbathing on the porch, and then she gets grumpy really easily with, like, you and or, like, other pets and she like Mari will like walk by her and Nala will like snap at her every once in a while. So we think she's got it. We didn't want to pay for the blood work. So we don't know if we're actually going to test it and help her. I don't know like how much we could help her. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, so a lot going on, a lot going on over here. Um, You want to, you want to get into some news? Yeah, let's get into it. Um, Fantasy news, some big injuries. Cooper Cup, a high ankle sprain. They put him on IR, I believe, today. Uh, And they didn't commit to him coming back this season. It sounds like, um, you know, with the way the season's going, if they're out of the playoffs, they're not going to risk it. Uh, Makes sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, especially after that whole debacle. Just a couple, a couple weeks ago. A couple yeah. weeks ago, yeah, where he didn't need to be in that game. Um, Dallas Goddard, also another one. Um, I th- was his an ankle as well? I thought his was a hip. A hip? But he got placed on, on IR. Um, who Zach else? Ertz. Zach Ertz out for the season. Eno Khalil Benjamin Herbert on IR. Uh, Khalil Herbert was a, was a surprise one. Uh, you didn't really even hear about an injury with him. Uh, got placed on IR. You know, Benjamin got cut from Arizona, and he was picked up by Houston today. So yeah. kind of a a rough day for Connor there with his running backs, um, <clears throat> with Cleo Herbert and Damian Pierce potentially losing some of that uh, 100% I I, rusher. I don't know if how much Damian, Harris is, or Damian Pierce is really going to lose. Like, yeah, I mean... The thing it, is, is probably worse for Rex Burkhead, right? 
Uh, maybe. Rex Burkhead wasn't playing very much. Uh, hasn't been playing very much. And Damian Pierce, like, his main appeal right now is that he's getting, like, 99% of the rush share. So, mm-hmm. uh, if, you know, even eats into that a little bit, that's a big deal. And, I mean, they came out and said today exactly what we had kind of expected. I don't know. I think we talked about it yesterday. Um, but it was exactly what we expected. He came out and was just very vocally displeased uh, or showing his displeasure vocally about how well he had played and then not get any opportunity when James Conner came back, mm-hmm. which James Conner, I mean, got 96%, I think, of their carries and snaps yesterday. So um, I, I guess I can kind of understand where he's coming from, but at the same point, James Conner's kind of been their guy. So anyway, I don't think that they would bring him in knowing that he was being that vocal about it if they weren't planning on using him a little bit at least. So That's true. And I don't know how waivers work in the NFL. So because he got claimed off waivers by Houston, could he have said no? No. 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 So it's it's they have the first rights to a free agent player. He doesn't have to necessarily show up a report if he doesn't want to. Um, okay. that's his, that's his prerogative. He's not like, he hasn't signed a contract or anything with them, but, okay. but they well, that just was, I was wondering. Opportunity. They, they could have picked him up or claimed him off waivers. And then, you know, they get into contract negotiations or whatever. And they're like, yeah, you know, you're going to be primarily the backup to Damian Pierce. And he could just be like, no, I, I'm not yeah. going to be the backup. I mean, it, that could happen. And uh, if it did, he just wouldn't sign. They would keep rights to him as long as he's a free agent. So, um, yeah, it's it's a kind of a it's it's kind of like you think how your fantasy waivers work out. Your teams with their uh, it just switches up. <clears throat> they don't have like a preseason. Or they do have like a preseason waiver, but it switches by record. So since Houston had the worst record, they had the first shot at him. Yep. And got him right away. So um any other big news? Um fantasy football? not not fancy football news. More more world news. Um apparently a Russian missile killed two people in Poland today. Yep. So keep your eyes peeled to the skies for nuclear war. Yeah, we're we're I'm a real I'm gonna be real doom and gloom about it. Worst yeah, case scenarios yeah. right away. Here's here's the thing with the United States. Geographically we're in like the best position of oh, yeah. in any power in the world. So that's super nice. Um the bad thing is we and some of our uh, you know, members in our league are kind of, we're not prime draft age. We're a little old for draft age now, but uh, we're not necessarily out of the clear, you know, if anything actually hit the fan. So, um, Here's the, yeah, I'm not, that's, I'm that's not trying to be, gloom about it. I'm not trying to be like a draft dodger or anything, but, and I honestly don't think it would get to that point anyways i'm sure there will be more sanctions and stuff and that's it um 
I wonder if my scoliosis would get me out of the draft, though. Just like I, I've got astigmatism. You know, look, I can I can lay it on real thick. the The doctor said I should be six four. I'm six two. I've got two (laughs) inches of my back that's just curved. (laughs) Fucked up. (laughs) Like ah, they've just got they've got uh, El Elway doing the draft. Like he's only six two. Are you kidding me? He's not tall enough. No, fuck that. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think anything will really come of it. And I think that Russia probably knows that they fucked up. Um, yeah, that's a r- really big mistake to make. Uh, basically, NATO and everyone else was just waiting, and has just been waiting for a reason to yeah. step in and and end it. I think so. Um, it might end pretty swiftly with how things had been going the last couple months anyway um you know i think ukraine's been holding their own from what it sounds like and if they get any help from anyone it could could thwart everything pretty quickly there for the russians but yeah yeah politics and world news we just started a chat <laughs> with, with the on instagram you mean we did. so very very adult chat very yeah only only serious topics yeah, like the uh, the new Rugrats movie. Yep. Let's find out. Was it Chucky has five souls? Chucky has five souls, and one of them be- belongs to the devil. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's it's a whole movie about. Tommy Pickles was cooked up on the night of a of a, a comet. Comet. Yeah. Yep. Only comes D- once every thirty six years. Stu and Dee Dee and Dee Dee uh, Pickles. It's a whole, it's a whole movie about Stu and Dee Dee Pickles cooking up Tommy Pickles. So, <laughs> looks interesting. Um, yeah. Any, any other world news? The Queen died. Did anybody know about that? No way. Anybody, anybody heard? Anybody heard about that one? The Queen died. Um, and they're they're using her like deli meat. Um, <laughs> throwback. Yeah, that's a callback. That is a callback. Uh, I haven't really been paying attention to my phone or anything else really the last week. Had we not sat in the airport for like four hours, I don't know that I would have watched any football this week. And I don't know that I would have looked up any like world news or anything else. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so let's go, let's go into some Bachelor in Paradise talk. Yeah, let's let's get into it. Um, so we all right. we missed last week. There was only one episode last week. Correct. And you've got some notes on that. I do. Um, like like I said before we started recording, uh, my notes are getting really mixed up. It's everything's blending together. I don't know if these notes are from two Tuesdays ago or if they're from last Monday. Um, I'm gonna pick a starting point and just go from there. Well, we didn't talk about two Tuesdays ago either, so... I mean, I can go through everything, but there's 16 different notes. I'll I'll pick and choose. I thought you were going to say 16 pages, and I, I was going to thank have, you for being so meticulous, you know? I have 16 bullet points. Okay. But I we are, we're not going to go through all 16, because... You I can run through them quick better. if you want. Same, same. 
<laughs> All right. So first one, I feel like this one's kind of important. So I want to say this is from two Tuesdays ago. Shanae has a fake tooth from a broken beer bottle. And yep. that's super unsurprising to find out that Shanae somehow broke her tooth on a beer bottle. Super unsurprising, but super important because it just adds to the legend of Shanae. Honestly, you know? kind of makes her a little hotter. <laughs> I wish she would just, you know, leave it out. Yeah. Uh, so next is, I just want to know, do they actually like leave Mexico when when they get off? Like just so Justin comes back to the beach. But he's been gone for, what, three or four episodes at that point? Yeah, so I wonder, yeah, I was it's wondering like, the same thing. I wonder if they uh, have, like, the COVID, uh, like, Oh, like make waiting stay times. two weeks? Like, like a week or two back. weeks before they had to go back. Just, just I don't know Maybe. if it's... But I, I think, honestly, that they probably knew in advance who was coming and knew that they could stir, stir up drama and say, Justin, you can just stay and wait for her. Yeah. So that, yeah, I'm sure it's the producers. Um, next, this is after. So Justin comes in to start talking with Eliza. Rodney's already with Eliza. Um, Eliza and Justin kind of start hitting it off, gets Rodney down. Brandon, uh, who has some of the best quotes on the show, it's just, I don't have the actual quote, but my note is Brandon saying he would hop on Rodney. Kind of <laughs> sus, not going to lie. <laughs> a, a solid note. Uh, but basically all the guys and most of the girls there everyone loves Rodney are there. saying the same thing, just yeah. in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I spoilers. Rodney doesn't end up with Eliza. Rodney ends up going home because Eliza decides to go to Justin, which is I guess what happens in this newest episode that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. So do you want um, do you want me to, to interject yeah. here or not? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So so what happens is uh Eliza takes it to the rose ceremony. To you know, of course, they've got to add all the suspense. Who's she gonna pick? Who's she gonna pick? Mm-hmm. Chooses Rodney over Justin. Justin leaves, upset. They'd only known each other three days, you know. But it's it's still you know they've made a great connection over these three days. It's whatever. She had known Rodney for I don't know three Two weeks. weeks. Three weeks. What yeah. whatever. Still not a super long time, but like more than three days. And anyway. So next morning she wakes up. She's all sad. She's like, "I just it was the hardest decision I ever had to make." She says, "Well, since I didn't wake up feeling good, Rodney must not be be the one." Which is just terrible reasoning. Just terrible reasoning. Like, if you were truly sad about that, like it's gonna take you some time to get over it. But whatever. Anyway, she said <clears throat> she talks with Rodney and with the girls, and she's like, "Well, I I think Justin was actually the right decision." Blah, blah, blah. So Ronnie's like heartbroken, takes it just like an absolute champ. He, mm-hmm. best, best person out of everyone that I've seen in the Bachelor franchise, Rodney is like by far the most emotionally, like, like 
secure about himself and everything else. Just super mature person. And here's here's my thing with Rodney. I think he's kind of ugly, honestly. But yeah, he's very very emotionally mature, and yeah, people and seem great to love personality, him. great personality. Yeah. And yeah. and here's here's the thing with Rodney too. We think he's not a good looking person, but all those girls think he's. They, super attractive and like yeah. even stories like oh yeah no it's not even close like he's way more attractive than justin and which i didn't i don't necessarily understand it but i mean i think justin's kind of ugly too oh yeah oh yeah but but especially I think girls, girls weigh personality a lot more than guys do which here's you know, my thing too with the whole justin and rodney like eliza was one of the hottest girls on the show oh yeah so the oh, fact yeah, that absolutely. that Either of them even had a chance. It's like, okay, gives you gives you a little hope, you know. <laughs> very very little <laughs> <laughs> gives us all a little hope. Um. Anyway, anyway, so she leaves to go get Justin, and they end the episode at her knocking on the door. Do you want the spoiler for what happened in last night's episode? Um, you can give me a little spoiler. I'll. Okay, okay. I just want a little taste of the episode because I'm gonna watch it tonight. She goes, she goes into what she said to Rodney, okay. and I'll say, without giving away if they end up together or not, Justin doesn't immediately say. Like, he doesn't immediately take her back. Gotcha. Like, I think that's what she was planning. So there's, like, some buffering where they're both kind of thinking about things. Uh-huh. Um, but, but yeah, there's there's a little drama to be had there still, like. But, you'll yeah, you'll watch that tonight. Um, yeah, no, it's, it was really stupid. I think that had to be one of, like, the dumbest ways to handle or mess things up i've seen there just mm-hmm. like just didn't make any sense to me choose one and, and go with them or don't or i don't know yeah but, know, there's been a lot of flip-flopping this season, yeah i feel like that's true all right so next i want to talk about i have lots of notes on hayden it's almost just like a saga <laughs> okay it starts out oh wait <laughs> First one, we don't have to talk about it at all. But we're ten episodes in, and there has been no boom boom room yet. Mm-hmm. Wild. What's the point of even pointing it out? Episode one. We should um, say Sinead was trying. Sinead's the only one that's tried, and she was cock blocked. I think intentionally by the producers. Oh yeah, almost a hundred percent. They sent Jill out there because she had known this Tyler guy for less than twenty four hours and was trying to bang him. That's the thing. That's the thing about American reality television. Is America still like a country of prudes, kinda? You know, mm-hmm. founded on 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 Puritan values. You know, way back when, and it's kind of kind of leaked out into everything today. Still, you go to Australia, they're they're oh. fucking all the time. All the time. It's just what they do. <laughs> but yeah, I think they probably were like, we can't let her taken to the boom boom room this this sets a bad example like the rest of the show is you know 
Yeah, high, high standards. But all right, so start. My first note is just they're everyone's talking about Hayden. They're like, yeah, you know, he really didn't put a, a good foot forward with Gabby and Rachel. You know, he's not a great guy. Like he's kind of a douche. So my first note is, how bad was Hayden really? Question mark. Um. Oh, you didn't. Very bad. I didn't know anything about him. You didn't watch. Okay. Okay. So you saw so, that he he kept calling them bitches to the other guys. Yeah, and I saw I ended up seeing before I had written the how bad was Hayden really or after I'd written that already, there was the whole thing where he kept comparing Gabby, I think, to his ex. Yeah, and saying how she wasn't hotter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he's bad. Um, next, it's when um, he's on his date with Kate, which uh, I... Kate, they deserve each other. Those two deserved each other, for sure. Yeah, Kate is... It's a whole thing. Um, <coughs> well, well, I'll get back to Kate, but Kate goes on the date with Hayden because she wanted... What's his name? Luke? Logan. Logan. She wanted Logan to tell her that he didn't want her to go on the date instead of her just saying, I don't want to go on the date. Because he didn't, because it's Bachelor in Paradise, and you know you've known him for a week and a half. Who's he to tell you you can't go on the date? And um, and it's just one of those things where you're not dating, you're not in love. So mm-hmm. like like you said, it's a week and a half. A lot of the guys, I agree with, like, almost all the guys that have done this so far, Rodney did the same th- thing with Eliza. Like, had he, either one of those two said, no, don't do it, then there's, like, reason for them not to, like, f- for you to eventually say, oh, well, you kind of held me back, you didn't really give me that full experience, blah, blah, blah. So, like, mm-hmm. they were doing it Yes, go explore. I am confident in our connection. Like, I don't think anything... Like, I trust you. It's, like, just a lot of, a lot of trust there. And the girls were almost like, why would you trust me? Is what it kind of felt like. Weird. But getting back on, on track. On the date, Kate asks Hayden what his core values are. And Hayden, not knowing what the core value is, apparently, replies with, I have a golden retriever. Um, which is is not a a core value. It's it's you know maybe something important in your life, but it's a hundred percent not a core value of yours. Um, that was kind of fun. Um, Hayden, another thing. Hayden said he was good at communicating, and he is not. Everything he was saying, it was like, dude, you're just digging yourself into a bigger hole. Oh, for sure. In and with that, like, even, I guess, step it back, where he wasn't even digging himself a hole, Every all the guys on his season kept saying he only talks about his dog, he had a sick dog. Mm-hmm. And they showed that literally was all he talked about. It was like, it, it felt like it, it was his way into a conversation to, like, impress girls. Like, yeah. oh, you're so sweet. And he's like, they said he spent like a hundred thousand dollars plus on his dog. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up 
because it leads into my next point, which is against Kate. So Kate has a terrible time on the date, you know, but she finds out that he spent six figures just on his dog because his dog was sick. And now Kate's like, well, maybe I could go for Hayden over Logan because he obviously has money and I need to be taken care of. I need a provider. Um, to which I put in my notes, my sister in Christ, you are shallow. Um, yes. Oh, it, terribly. So, so bad. So she brings up the fact that Logan, who's 26, which is not a young age, but Kate is like 32. So like I understand her wanting a little s- stability. But it's not like Logan is like 32 and has no money or anything. Exactly. Like, he's a little bit younger, but she keeps bringing up the fact that he's like a Grubhub deli- delivery driver and how he drives like a an orange, uh, what what'd she say? It was like an orange, I don't know, like Kia Soul or something. And she's and like, he has roommates. Yeah. And then he's got roommates. Like all these is like downfalls. And it's like, Come on, like you'd rather have, like you are seriously considering maybe the douchiest person you've ever met mm-hmm. versus this guy, who's like, like, yeah, he's kind of a douche, but like, he's not at his core a bad person. Like you can tell he's he's a good person. Yeah, maybe just a little bit confused. Doesn't have a ton of direction. You're you're choosing him. Just because this dude spent a hundred thousand dollars on his dog, like, come on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, in the end, she ends up choosing Logan, but she chooses Logan and says, "I want to continue things with you, but you need to work on it." She's basically saying, like, "I don't want to keep dating you if you're not gonna get rich," which. Y- yeah. How was he supposed to work on on the island to begin with? You know what I mean? Like Yeah, no. It, it and was... that was her that was her one her one like downfall for him. So like he literally she's like everything else he's been great. What yeah, like you said what can he really work on? You know. But, yeah. I don't know. Kate is not my favorite person. Do you want small spoilers in that? Like yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so, um, so they go and have another talk, and they like kind of iron things out, right? Like, and mm-hmm. Logan was obviously way more mature than her, and this where they were talking, and you know, she like points out how oh, like I just feel like I'm the only one like pushing things forward, all that, and he's like, well. I've been doing all these things like that I think that you'd like and like you're not acknowledging them as anything at all. And she's like, well, I don't know why you would think that would work on me. And he's just like, well, okay. <laughs> I thought they would, but you know, you're right. Like maybe I should have communicated better. And then he's like, but like you keep making some of these petty comments sometimes, like whether it's about like money, anything else, blah, blah. blah. And She's like, well, like, she eventually gets to the point where she's like, ultimately, like, like, despite all, like, you, uh, like, all your downfalls or whatever, like, with the money, whatever else, like, I just want someone who's going to tell me that they love me and hold me and, like, 
don't let me go on these dates. And he's like, well, I didn't know that. I was, you know, same thing. He's like, oh, next time I'll be better. And he's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even consider going on that date without talking to you. Bring in a new girl. Heads up. Lindsay, okay. th- I've got to spoil this one for you because I think we'll forget to talk about it next week. And if we don't, it's worth talking about twice. So okay. Lindsay comes in and she pulls only Logan. They go and talk and Logan's like, oh man, she's hot. Like, <laughs> I like this chick. Like, she's very good looking, but her best friend is Kate. And, oh. he, and he's like, okay. He's like, I'll go talk to her at least. It's it's just a, it's just a conversation. And they go and have a conversation. They hit it off. And he's she keeps asking. She's like, so are you serious with anyone? And he he's loyal. He's like, yeah, Kate and I are pretty serious. Like all that. And she's like, would you go on a date? And he's like, I would have to speak to Kate first. And so she ends up only talking to him. Asks him to go on a date. In front of everyone, he pulls Kate, and Kate is pissed. She's like, I can't believe you wouldn't just turn her down. He's like, well, I just wanted to see where your head was at. Like, that's all he's saying. So, anyway, she is there for, it can't be more than 15 minutes. He says, I'm sorry, I'm not going to go on this date with you. She busts down crying, leaves. She was there for 15 <laughs> minutes on the beach. Had to be a record. The The chick earlier that they all like kind of laid into for being fake was there for longer than her for uh-huh. sure. <laughs> and she's, and they give, they give her the full, you know, I came to the bachelor in paradise to find love, but I just don't think I'm going to find it here. And it's like, you, you didn't even give it a try. <laughs> I know everyone's like coupled up, but like you yeah. talked to one person and left immediately. Come on. But so anyway, uh, Logan and Kate toxic, unfortunately for logan like Mm -hmm. i i think he's a douchebag but he he seems pretty like fun loving and like a pretty pretty good dude at heart so yeah i agree all right i have two notes left okay one it feels a little bit like hypocritical or sexist i don't know if that's the right way to to call it that they you know they're clowning the two twins that come on the show for being 24 and they're like oh they're so young they're just babies but there are girls that are on the show that are also that young and they're not getting clowned for being so young so it's like it just feels like hypocritical or sexist i don't know that that the guys are getting clowned for being 24 when they're you know are young girls yeah it's young women they're all over 18 they're all young women and it's just it's, there are a couple fourteen year olds on the show. <laughs> um yeah, no, it, it does. I think it's just you don't see it as often where uh like a woman is like ten years older and dating a guy ten years younger. Oh, and that's I agree. Who, who they it's kinda just... went for. You know, like it... they didn't go they didn't go for any of the girls that were closer in their age. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably because the the older ladies were kind of just more available, but it's uh, it was also kind of they probably had the most fun date. I feel like the group date that they went on with Shanae and the Austrian chick or Australian chick, whatever. Yeah, Flo. Um, 
you know, it was kind of just like a darty. They hung out with with Wells, did did some body shots. Like, yeah, you know, it seemed like a fun fun date compared to some of the other ones. Yeah, uh, text me tonight. One of them gets pulled for another date. Okay. Um, text me and tell me what you think of that date, because <laughs> Story and I both looked at each other and said the same thing. So, um, okay. yeah, Last no, they're. Their their day was pretty. I I'll just go back to it one more time. Like, I don't think their babies are too young, but I do think, in general, females are a little bit more mature. And I'm not saying it's right that they should mm-hmm. date like ten years apart. But if Rexy can Rexy Rexy can date a girl ten years older than him and make it work, anybody can. You know, any exactly. of us guys can. So. Um, and honestly, that's who I model my life after. You so. should. You should. Um, yeah. Don't don't check your <laughs> Snapchat stories. You may see a a rogue helicopter or two from me. <laughs> I have seen more videos of uh, Rexy having sex than <laughs> probably any other like porn star. It's like <laughs> twice a week that he posts a video. I swear. Yeah, but... good for him to have the confidence to do that. Oh yeah. All right. Last one, super unimportant note, but it we've talked through basically every other one, so I'm gonna say it anyways. I just noticed in that episode last week that the guys get pinned roses like on their shirts, and the girls get like actual rose flowers. Is that like how it is always? Is it always that way where the guys get pins and the girls get the actual flowers? Like, is it that way in the bachelorette too? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, gotcha. Most trying to expand my bachelor knowledge, so I felt like it was good to ask. Yeah, the small details, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because I think guys, you know, have something to pin them on don't most wanna... of the time. Yeah. And the girls don't want to mess up dresses or anything else, so that's fair. But, yeah. Um, right, last time. night's episode was kind of was kind of rough. It's dragging okay. on. It's 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 getting to fantasy football territory where I'm just like, please, <laughs> let's just end it. So, how many episodes are there supposed to be? Like, 13? I think next week is the last week of it. Okay, I think that's what there, I was thinking. So there might be there's either two or three episodes left. Okay. So. Anyway, let's talk some football. Um, let's do some recaps. We'll start with Max and myself because we're the first one that pops up on my screen. Um, I beat Max 153.25 to Max's 62.45. We were the high and low scores, respectively. Um, Justin Fields just kind of been an animal lately, man. Mm-hmm. Uh 147 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. Another 67-yard touchdown. Just just crazy. Uh, then Justin Jefferson and Christian Kirk both played really well. And the rest of my team kind of just had to fill out the rest of it after those. Realistically, those three, so. all you needed was Justin, Je- or Justin Fields and Christian Kirk. And you won. Yeah. Or Justin Fields, Justin Jefferson. It- you needed two uh, players to beat 
uh, Max's entire team. Which yeah, un- unfortunately, like yeah, that that sucks for Max. Um, but yeah, I would have beat him with Justin Jefferson or Justin Fields and Christian Kirk. And Justin Jefferson scored more than Christian Kirk, but yeah, um, yeah, Justin Fields could end up being like a a league winner for you, assuming he, you know, keeps his rushing production up because. Uh, over a hundred yards a week rushing doesn't seem impossible for him right now, and having a floor of ten points without any passing added on top of that is just crazy. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, he does have a little bit tougher of a schedule coming up, but uh, I'm not gonna not roll him out. You know, I didn't have better mm-hmm. options beforehand, so uh. Yeah. Looking at Max's team, did AJ Brown get hurt? I didn't watch much. Yeah, of the game he got last hurt night. early. Uh, he came back in, but I think he was hobbled. Okay. Um, so he, I think it was an ankle injury, and it sounds like he's going to be all right. But he, yeah, he. If Max loses AJ Brown, then he he literally has nothing at this point because. Mm-hmm. His team is so beat up. Jamar's talking about maybe coming back this week. He would have Ramondre Stevenson, I guess. But, I mean, just like, you know, Tyler Algier and uh, or Allgaier, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but mm-hmm. in a smash spot against the Panthers, um, in a game where Cordell Patterson got six touches, has 20 rushing yards, negative 17 receiving yards, just, just just unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rashad White finally got a start, 105 yards. Yeah, that hopefully turns out good for him, you know. But Greg Dolchich just looked bad. Um, A.J. Dillon, one of his best games in of the year with 65 rushing yards and mm-hmm. had nothing else, you know, 6.5 points. Um like he, I think he's got very, very talented players in very, very bad situations. So, uh, kind of rough for Max. Hopefully, he can get it turned around. Uh, he's got the punishment this week, and he could probably do it at the same time as you. Since uh, I was gonna say, I'm gonna have to do mine this week, and I'm gonna have to. I'll I'll figure out something extra to do to to make up for the week that maybe maybe a butt chug or something. You know. Here's the thing, though. Someone should have said something while we were you know, pre-gaming. I did not even think about it. Before we went to the bars. Because I could have easily... I did a shot with Connor there. I could have easily that's, just poured a That's the drink. thing. When So it got to Saturday morning or Sunday morning. And either Jaden or Connor said, did David ever do his punishment for, this, for last week? <laughs> and I said, I didn't know David even had a punishment for last week. <laughs> and I had I... Had I remembered and or like known, I definitely would have would have had you take it. Because that would have been the perfect time. I could have. <laughs> oh yeah. I could have done that and then like not really had to drink before going out the rest of the night because. Oh yeah. The punishment hits you hard. Yeah, or it hits that'd... me hard because I'm a a lightweight. I don't know. One of the two. Well, I mean, I'm sure it would hit most of us hard at this point, but yeah. So. On all, all of us, but also on you a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
That's okay. That's okay. We'll go into the next matchup. The probably the biggest matchup of the week: Jack versus Drew. Uh, Jack beat Drew one twenty three point five five to Drew's one fourteen point five. Uh, Drew's the high loser. Just didn't quite have enough. Um, not that it was ultimately that concerning, but it was Elijah Mitchell's first full week back, and he got nineteen touches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Christian McCaffrey looks like. They plan on splitting that backfield almost 50-50. Yeah, I was going to say, McCaffrey got, let's see, 14 carries and however many receptions. I think he had, he had like 18 or 19 touches as so well. So it was like pretty 50-50 in terms of touches, which, I mean, if you're getting 20 touches to Christian McCaffrey, I think he'll be able to do something with them. Like, yeah. he had 15 points this week, which compared to past weeks could be considered not great, but you would, you'll take 16 points from your running back. Oh, for sure. Uh, with, with Jack forgot about Jerry Judy getting hurt. He left almost what, like first drive and he was carted off. Um, I said it's minor. Um, I think he probably won't play this week, but maybe Next, the week after. Yeah. I mean, you got you to hope it for him because his wide receivers are kind of rough. On the flip side of it, that Jonathan Taylor trade immediately hits for him. Um, kind of looked like Jonathan Taylor from last year. Jeff Saturday's got that crew looking kind of promising. Yeah. I could have uh, just been the Raiders too, though. I don't know. Did not even realize he traded for Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> yeah, he traded uh, Joe Burrow, TJ Hawkinson, and Paris Campbell for uh, San Francisco's defense, Jonathan Taylor, and Julio. Okay. Which I don't think he has Julio anymore. No, he must have dropped him. Interesting. I, so, yeah, didn't even see that come through. Yeah, that was last week. So Okay. But... Yeah, so he's got a, he's got three pretty scary running backs. Um, really needs New Orleans to find out their shit with uh, their quarterback situation. Get Chris Olave going, and to hope that Jerry Judy can get healthy. So, mm-hmm. anything else on this one? Nope. All right, uh, let's go to Brandon versus you. Uh, Brandon beats you one twenty nine point two five to one hundred six point one, but. You cleared the century mark. I did it. I cleared the century mark. That's that's all we can ask for right now, right? Not only did I clear it, I beat my original projection, which, you know, some people will say that's pretty bad if you only scored 106 points and beat your original projection. But I'm just, all that means to me is that things are looking up. Things are pointing in the right direction. They are. They are. I, I will say, um... You you spent a lot of money on Christian Watson. I clowned you a little bit. You know, forty three dollars on Christian Watson. Had a boom day and didn't play him, but <laughs> you didn't play him. But the peripherals look good too. So he got like forty yeah. percent of the target share. Um three touchdowns in a game that like they absolutely needed someone to come out and make plays. He did it. 
So that mm-hmm. trust with Rodgers is big. Rodgers looked happy after the game, finally, for the first time all year. So if you get Aaron Rodgers number one wide receiver in a time where they're really starting to have to ramp it up, like that could be huge for you. So um, that with, with the way Aaron Jones has looked and Jeff Wilson looks fantastic in Miami. Like, yeah, you've made some good moves. I think you're, well, you're going like to start I, rolling here, man. Like I said, when, uh, when I got there on, on Wednesday, got to Arizona, this, that was not a vacation for me. That was a business trip. And it was a business trip. That's right. I made some deals, you know, Darnell Mooney didn't do great, but four receptions, 57 yards had, who knows how Justin Fields will, uh, there'll be better, there'll be better days. Yeah. For sure. I mean, who do they play? I think they play Atlanta this week. So yeah. that could be a big game for me. <laughs> then they play the Jets who have a actually okay defense. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But like, yeah, Drake London's day was kind of saved by, by that touchdown. Yeah. Drake London's is a fluke. I'm, I'm not trusting that one. But like the the Chargers absolutely need someone to step up as well, mm-hmm. and DeAndre Carter looked pretty decent. So, um, that one could. I have options. You definitely have options. So, uh, we also didn't talk about Darren Waller going on IR kind of randomly earlier mm-hmm. in the week. Yeah, apparently reaggravated his uh hamstring. Yeah, so that kind of sucks, but. Let's uh, let's blow through Mueller's team real really quick. Um, played really well, honestly. Josh Allen's kind of looked human lately, but then you get CD who puts up thirty two and a half. Tony Pollard's an animal. Uh, wish I would have never traded him. Um, and then he's got Kadarius Tony who looked super good in that Kansas City offense. So, uh, Mueller just continues to kind of stack players you know he's he's looking yep. good man so uh he's got david montgomery who becomes kind of relevant again as well with khalil herbert going to ir just he's got plenty of options man plenty of options so good problems to have for mueller uh good things to come for him so mm-hmm. um let's go to ben versus nick uh nick's getting the brothers back to back i have him this week but Ben beat Nick 96.65 to 88.95. Ben, like we said on the other side of it, uh, you know, not as high as scoring. He's kind of been holding out hope for uh, some big-name players to come back. Cordero had six touches. Debo had, like, six touches as well. Um, but he left Elijah Mitchell in his IR spot, so he didn't make any moves. But he... Like we said, he got 19 touches in the high-powered offense. And he's had some other guys that are starting. I mean, Devontae Adams is squeaky wheel. Terry McLaurin looks great with Taylor Heineke. Like, he's starting to to build that team back to a point where they uh, they could be serious contenders again. Um, unfortunately, I haven't played him yet, so I'm going to get his team at full strength. But Yeah, and like you said, I, I mean, it's just important to win the games like this because um next week you know have a little more clarity probably be able to play elijah mitchell over chuba hubbard you yep. would think um or damian harris honestly so being able to win the ones where you're low scoring is obviously huge 
Oh, for sure. For sure. Who, uh, what do you think of Nick's team? Um, you know, it's, it's an interesting one looking at, uh, Amari Cooper. Apparently I just found this out today has huge road versus home splits. I forget what the stat was. I saw it on Reddit, but I didn't even see that. Honestly, he, his splits home and away are huge. Like there's a huge discrepancy. It's um, three, so his points on the road are 3.2, 1.4, 8.9 and 4.7. His points at home are 20.6, 19.6, 17.1, 12.4, and 19.6. Yeah, like so just he, insane. On the road, he's a wide receiver four. Uh, on at home, he's a wide receiver one. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he was away this week, so he got 4.7 points. Um, George Kittle was just a blocker, apparently. Uh, one reception for 21 yards. Brian Robinson did look good, though. He did look good. Yep. Uh, I the, I mean, Antonio Gibson got a little beat up as well, but Brian Re- Robinson looked good in a big game against a good defense, so that's mm-hmm. that's encouraging. Yep. Uh, gets Zeke back, gets Michael Carter back next week, but will not have... Tom Brady, Mike Evans, uh, or Miami's defense. So he's going to have some, and Mike Kosicki, he's going to have a bye week hell coming up this week. So yeah, uh, we'll see about that. But um, let's go to Stan and James versus Jesse. Our closest matchup of the week. Stan kind of let us know a fun little fact. We watched Leonard Fournette throw that interception in the early game on Sunday through at Tom Brady. Uh, and obviously didn't end up very That's well. The difference, yeah. One hundred two point zero five for Jesse to one hundred point nine five for San and James. That was the difference. Um, not a great game for either one of them. Uh, it was kind of for Jesse, just his stars, and then everyone else. Uh, San and James had a little bit more consistency through the lineup. Um, but between that Leonard Fournette interception and Zach Ertz going down right away. Um just just nothing they could do to overcome Jalen Hurts, Amon Ra, Dalvin Cook, and James Conner. Yeah, I mean Hurts, St. Brown, Cook and Connor had to have I don't want to do the math in my head right now. Let's see. I'll 44. do it. You keep talking. You you keep you keep talking. I'll they probably ninety percent of the total output for or close to, we'll say like 85% of the total um, of Jesse's team. The rest four. the rest of Jesse's team scored 17.2 points. Mental math really quick here. So uh, they scored 85.85 points of the 102.05. Yeah. So just, uh, yeah. Not great My math might be off. But, anyone i think it's 84.85 but you know it, yeah, yeah, either yeah. Way, you're right either yeah. way i also didn't i also didn't add adam thielen in there but that's okay yeah <laughs> no matter what it's just a crazy crazy bad performance from basically everyone except for jesse stars like you said yeah it's uh it's kind of crazy but you know 
Amon Ra is getting like something like a 45% target share without TJ Hawkinson going back to last year. Mm-hmm. Obviously got traded. He's going to be really good. Dalvin Cook, if he can continue to have like 40-yard touchdown runs, or uh, like 80-yard touchdown runs, which it feels like he's getting them every week, then he's going to be fine. Um, James Conner looks pretty solid, and Jalen Hurts didn't look very good and still ended up, you know, with 23.5 points. So yeah. I think he'll be all right. He just needs some people to, to fill in behind, kind of backfill. Uh, like we said, Santa James kind of trending in the right direction. It's just just a tough one to lose, you know, especially when yeah. you, you're kind of in win, win now mode. So, yeah, that one hurts. Um, Najee Harris had his first like pretty good game in a while, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it was 99 yards, didn't get, didn't have any catches or anything else. Um, but pretty good, uh, s- solid game. And it sounds like it might have been more because he's like not pouting it was kind of an attitude problem a little bit that Jalen Warren was eating into his carries and he said after the game he's like I've really just started to warm up to the idea of us just playing as a committee playing well and uh winning games Jalen Warren also had 9.2 points so maybe down the road they end up both being playable like flexes rather than Mm -hmm. uh what Stan and James thought it was going to be an RB1 turned into like an RB3 and now you're going to get two flexes out of it which is going to be valuable so yeah um let's go to Adam first Tossin uh Tossin wins 117.1 to Adam's 100.95 Tossin just kind of Adam and I were kind of talking about it it seems like he does the same thing to a couple of people every year um just some some like weird blow up games like Cole Komet going for 474 and 2, Isaiah Pacheco getting all but like four touches in that backfield and then like Adams team he played Clyde on, on the other side who got four total snaps. Like just some just some weird things but it, I mean it worked out man. His team played well despite Cooper Cup getting hurt. Uh, and only having 1.4 points. Tossin was, I think, like top. Who's definitely top five in scoring this week. So, yeah. And uh, on Adam's side, it'll be interesting to see how his trades work out um, in the coming weeks. He traded Kyler Murray. I don't know the exact deals, but Kyler Murray away um, got Justin Herbert back in that deal. Uh, traded for Mike Williams from me but got rid of Darnell Mooney and Jeff Wilson. So it'll be interesting to see how those end up working out for him uh, later on in the future. Yeah, so it was uh, Justin Herbert uh, and Tyler Boyd for Kyler, um, Brandon Ayuk, and Raheem Mostert. And then yours was Mike Williams and Matt Collins for... Uh, you said Jeff Wilson and Darnell Mooney. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, um, thought they were they were close enough, and it's obviously a prefer preference thing. Uh, but he really needs Justin Herbert to get Mike Williams and Keenan Allen back as soon as possible because mm-hmm. it's it's really hard if you're 
if you're Justin Herbert playing with you know your fourth and fifth string guys that are also beat up, and then you've got beat up tight ends, you just don't have anybody to throw to. Uh, yeah, and I mean having the Mike Williams Justin Herbert sack could end up working out great for him come playoff time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, um, let's go to the final one of this past week. Uh, Jaden versus Connor. Jaden won 109.9 to Connor's 87.3. Uh, you know, kind of a mediocre day for Jaden for what we are used to seeing. Um, mm-hmm. That's despite, you know, two rushing touchdowns from Devin Singletary. He had, let's see, one, two, three, four, four, uh, you know, six point touchdowns still. And, didn't really score that well. I mean, two rushing touchdowns for Singletary, only 15 points. Um, Tyreek, only 44 yards and a touchdown. Tyler Lockett, 42 yards and a touchdown. So had those guys not hit pay dirt, um, or even Devin Singletary hitting pay dirt just once, it's a lot closer of a matchup than what it what it looked like. So, Yeah, yeah, those touchdowns are huge for... Uh... For Jaden and on um, Connor's side, rough news with Khalil Herbert going on IR. Um, you know, the rest of his team just kind of average. Didn't play Paris Campbell, who would have gotten him 17. Didn't play Darius Slayton, who would have gotten him 17. So, you know, obviously it's hard to, to say that beforehand, but there were definitely some plays that would have been better and could have changed the outcome of this uh, or made it a lot closer at least. Yeah. And I mean, the thing with like, like Darius Slayton might not be a season long play for him, but Paris Campbell, when they've, when he's had Matt Ryan, which it sounds like they're going to go back to Matt Ryan full time. Paris Campbell has been very good. He's been heavily targeted and uh, is doing a lot with those targets. So yeah. uh, that's encouraging at least, but um. Let's move on to this week. Uh, I should say, you and I discussed it. Uh, we, we probably talked on like Wednesday, maybe Thursday morning or something about it. But we went through all these matchups ourselves um, from the past week, and we were 100%. We didn't miss a single matchup guest from last week. So I think it's the first time in history. We didn't record it. We didn't record it. That's right, but we were just we were naming them off, and we got we, we got them all right. We we did the we did the uh, Step Brothers um, count of three like non favorite pornographic magazine or mm-hmm. best best non pornographic magazine to masturbate to. So we did that same sort of thing, only we did it with teams, and we said the same teams on all of them, and we got them all right. It was it was crazy. You should have seen it. It was yeah. like the craziest thing you've, only, you've ever seen. If only we would have recorded it, because then, then we could have posted it you know, out everywhere, and people would understand that we really know what we're talking about. I mean, we're probably the best people to come to about football oh, yeah. and fantasy football in general. But, 100%. Yeah, so we're, we're going to try to replicate it this week. Um, no promises. Uh, it's, it's a tough job. You know, it's like in baseball, you know, Hall of Fame. You get there for, for hitting uh, 30% of the time, so... Right. Um, we're gonna start with me versus Nick. Uh, I beat Nick this week. Um, I'm calling it. I'm gonna ruin his birthday. Sorry. Uh, his birthday's on Monday, so his max is. So, um, 
but I'm going to beat him this week. I'm going to beat him. Yeah, I think you are going to beat him this week. Uh, you know, he's got some buys that he's going to have to figure out. And honestly, I just think you might have the uh, stronger team right now. Nice. Thank you. Um, actually, I just clicked pick to win on the, the fantasy. Ooh, you're actually going game. through it so, we, so you can record it on on Yahoo as well. Well, maybe just that one. Um, We're going to go next is going to be Drew and... Tostin, uh, I've got Drew to win this one. Tostin's out of quarterback this week and without Cooper Cup. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Drew as well. Losing Cooper Cup is huge for him. And like you said, he's going to have to pick up a quarterback and stream him. Let's go to Brandon and Adam. Uh, big game for playoff implications here. Um, I'm going to say that I'm going to say that Adam squeaks by Brandon this week, just barely. Uh, Brandon's going to figure out his tight end situation, and uh, he's got a couple people on by as well. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Brandon just to be a little different. I think Josh Allen hopefully is help us a little better. Um, has a bounce back week. CD Lamb probably gonna have to put up points uh, going up against Minnesota. So I think I think he ends up pulling out the win. Okay, okay. Um, let's go Ben versus Connor. Uh, Ben. Oh Ben. Sorry, okay. I was I was still getting to the matchup. But I don't need to look at it. You're right. Um, let's go, let's go Jack versus St. James. Uh, I gotta go with Jack on this one. He's just strong right now, man. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Jack as well. It'll be interesting to see, um, what Stan and James do. They've got a lot of people on by this week. It looks like four people, um, who would normally be in their starting lineup, maybe on, on by. So it'll be interesting to see how that works out. All right, we're going to go to you versus Jaden. You catch him on the best week. Not that it would have mattered anyway. Um, I think you're going to win, and it's going to be it's going to be big. You're going to end that seven-game winning streak. Uh, Jaden's got all the Dolphins on by. Tyler Lockett on by. Uh, Hunter Renfro hurts. So, uh, yeah, you're you're good. You're good. You got this yeah. one this week. I mean, like you said, um, catching them on a great week, not like I needed it, though. Uh, my team always looked at this as a, a scheduled win. You know, we circled it on the uh, the calendar right after the draft. And so I think we're just going to we're going to complete that challenge that we set for ourselves. I like that. I like that. Yeah, you... Knock on wood feels like a bye week for you. Really does. Uh, let's go to. Max versus Jesse. Um, kind of tough here for Max. Uh, you know, I want to. I want to root for him. He's got some buys. He needs Shamar back um, before he starts winning again. Uh, I, I think I have to go Jesse here. Um, I think it's going to be the same sort of thing where Jesse's. 
core players are just a little bit too much for Max. Yeah, I'm going to go Jesse as well. Like you said, there's probably better days ahead for Max, but um, just with injuries and bye weeks and stuff, I don't think it's going to be this week. All right, that is all of them. Uh, you want to do team names? Yeah, team let's names? do it. All right. Uh, all right. Worst, worst team names. Um, uh, I mean, I I think I'm gonna have to go with with Jack and Jaden, the Black Adam and Daddy's Home. You know, Black Adam was a great great name at the time, but he didn't even play Adam this week, so. That one in Daddy's home has been Jaden's for a while. I feel like both a little bit overplayed. They've lost their luster a little bit. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, and I would say Noah's winning team for Nick, but I know mm-hmm. he doesn't ever listen or change it. He <laughs> lost three in a row, changed it, won four games in a row, and since then has lost three games in a row again. So uh, that's an, that's another stat. Nick might rattle off four wins and just surprise us all. Um. I I don't know. Part of me wants to. I I think I have to say Hawk and Balls. Um, okay, that's fair. It it just feels. And and honestly, high ankle pain is pretty bad too. They both feel like Tossin made. Uh, names, where, like, high ankles like sprain rhymes with high ankle pain i understand but high ankle pain comes with a high ankle sprain so it's really it's really just saying you know the same thing yeah. without really you know saying anything much different and then hawk and balls it's been there for a couple of weeks for connor and uh i just can imagine him giggling about it a lot harder than he should be so That's um, fair. I, I gotta go with those two uh best team names best team names uh, you know, I'm gonna go best probably. Big fan of Noxed Up. Um, and the Solid. picture's great. I like uh, Stan and James paying tribute to to Warzone Two launching this week. I think I think it's this week. Um, with the XX Phase Kyler 420XX. Yep. Um, and you know, I'll give a. I'll give an honorable mention to Adam's primp and blow. Not really because it's super creative or anything, but it was just the name of a restaurant or a a salon and bar at uh, in Arizona. So yeah, vacation vacation name. Um, agree with all those. I think those are all solid. Uh, then I'll give uh Brandon a shout out as well since I haven't since he uh said it, but uh, Etienne Travis's sloppy seconds. Uh, really benefiting from our trade so far. Uh, Travis Etienne and uh, Tony Pollard have been great, so uh, gotta gotta give him that one as well. But uh, let's get some let's get some new fresh uh, fresh names out here. I, th- I think we deserve it here. You know, David and I for all Absolutely. that we do for you guys, we we deserve some team names. So, um, give us something to really think about. Give us some some tough decisions to really chew over. Oh yeah, I. It's a it's a challenge at this point. Maybe maybe we go. 
How about this? I'll Venmo next week's best team name winner that we agree upon. Okay. A dollar. One dollar. One dollar. You can buy a lot with a dollar nowadays. Buy a lottery ticket. Maybe you make that five dollars. Buy another one. Maybe you make that five hundred dollars. You know? Then you spend that five hundred dollars on Powerball tickets. And then maybe you make a billion dollars. Bingo. It's investing. That's investing 101 right there for you. That's right. Got to take risks. They call it compounding interest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right. I don't have anything else fantasy football related. Uh, anything basketball related you want to talk about? Uh, basketball related. No, not really. Um, I, I'm sure we all saw the super weak. Uh, technical that Jason Tatum got called for. I thought um, it was justified in that he probably should have gotten a suspension. <laughs> but the NBA and the MLB, like the refs and umps there, have the biggest egos um, out of any sports like refs I know. Oh, for sure. And yeah. they constantly need them stroked. Yeah, and someone's got to do it, and it's usually themselves so that's right um yeah pretty bad i mean it's it's sad how unsurprising it is though so oh yeah yeah but um i don't have anything else nba wise uh anything else at all i don't know not really all right well then i guess uh hey fuck it Hey, fuck it. <laughs> we gotta fucking deal with this together, bro. Okay? You have to shit. Okay, bye. Hey, Jesus.